The Fan. We what you need to know. Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray has agreed to a five-year, $230.5 million extension through 2028 with $160 million guaranteed. ESPN just reported that the Cleveland Browns are signing free agent quarterback Josh Rosen to a one-year deal. Rosen, drafted 10th overall by the Cardinals in 2018, has since played with the Dolphins and Falcons. Today, some notable players across the NFL were placed on the physically unable to perform list, including receiver Michael Thomas and defensive end Marcus Davenport of the New Orleans Saints, offensive tackle Makai Becton and tight end C.J. Uzama of the New York Jets and Atlanta Falcons linebacker Deion Jones. College football Georgia head coach Kirby Smart has agreed to a 10-year, $112.5 million extension. I'm Isaac Lowenkron. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it! The Jazz. Uh-oh. Over three. The high schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. All right, here we are once again on the Full Court Press. No Eric Franson once again. He's still on vacation, but you do get me, Jason Walker, the guy they haven't put on the intro yet. Not quite. That, that's how important I am. They, they, they'll let me run the show, or at least talk on the show. I'm not running the show. I haven't learned the, the, all the fancy stuff yet. They'll let me talk by myself, but they won't put me on the intro. Such a valued member of the team. <laughs> I am getting my voice back, though. That's a positive. I actually sound like a human being now. So the, the lingering effects of sickness are beginning to leave me, even though I felt fine for about a week. <coughs> I say the lingering sickness is, is leaving, but then I just have to cough. So, of course, karma is getting to me already. Maybe I should have knocked on wood, but we've got a lot to get to. There's Things are just piling up. I don't have enough time in the hour-long show. I already had to cut about a third of what I had planned on doing yesterday, and we're not even going to get to that today, my, my optimistic and pessimistic predictions. That's probably going to have to wait until Friday or Tuesday. Uh, things just keep coming in. Lots of things happening in uh, mid-July. Normally, you don't think of mid-July as a busy time, but... Last couple of days, we've had Mountain West Media Days. So we've had some releases, some preseason uh, predictions. The official, you know, the preseason offensive player of the year, defensive, special teams, all those things, the preseason accolades, the All-Mountain West teams. (coughs) And then, obviously, predictive order of finish, which we went through yesterday. The predictive order of finish is... Uh, the prediction, based on the Mountain West League media, is that Utah State will finish third, uh, which is pretty much the entire consensus, as we talked about yesterday. I made the argument that Utah State should probably be picked to finish second at least. Um, and it just feels like everyone felt like last year was a fluke, and since some of the 
basically the wide receivers and a couple of the defensive key defensive players left. Because of that, Utah State's just going to fall off the map somewhat and fall from you know being first place in the division all the way to third, even though they returned several key guys. Um, but again, we, we've got more to talk about today because there's more slights against Utah State. This the ones today are a little more defensible. Uh, and, and honestly, it wasn't surprising to me. It has to do with the All-Mountain West teams, the preseason All-Mountain West. Um, but really quick, I do want to touch on something really quick, and that is Max Shulga. We've been following his journey <coughs> as he uh, plays with the Ukrainian U-20 team. They finished group play. Uh, they've gone into the round of 16. I've not been able to find a definitive like outline of what this tournament is like. Because initially I was wondering, okay, it's group play, then people will advance out of the group play. It feels like you're know, kind of like the World Cup. You know, that kind of setup where you have groups, the top two teams out of a group advance into a knockout round. That's not what happened. They, you know, they play the group play, then everyone advances to a round of 16. There's only 16 teams that were in this competition, the Euro, the European Championship. Um, but it's not a knockout round because Ukraine lost their first game and they played another one today. Uh, they also lost this game, although Max Shulga balled out. 34 points, 5 assists, just 1 turnover. Uh, been ragging on him a little bit for not making his threes. Today he went 7 of 10 from 3 and also 9 for 9 on his free throws. Just a really... Productive day for Max Shulga. Unfortunately, it's another loss. His last big game where he had 26-28 points against uh, the Czech Republic, they also lost. But, you know, Shulga having some good games, having some productive games, you like to see that as opposed to him scoring six points against Spain or Turkey or whatnot. You like to see him perform even if it is unfortunately lost. We don't have to root for Ukraine. Uh, in the basketball games, you'd like for him to win. But obviously, we're kind of just paying attention mostly to Shulga. It's kind of like Summer League, where we're not really concerned about who's winning, more so individual performances. It sounds heartless, but sometimes, you know, the amount of care may only spread to one player. Um, if you guys want to chime in on any of the news of the day, the Mountain West uh, Media Days, you can text into the Full Court Press text line, 435-339-0321. We've already got one coming in, 5452. He texts in and says, Any awards done by the Mountain West are a farce at best. So biased, bunch of clowns. And I've tended to agree with that the last few years. There were some that have really just... <coughs> that have really just... Got my goad. I mean, it was a few years ago with David uh, Woodward um, being snubbed for Defensive Player of the Year. Had an excellent year. I believe it was 2018. Got snubbed for Defensive Player of the Year. There's also Nimish Keta being snubbed for Player of the Year in basketball. I'll tell you, though, the one that just about took the cake had to have been last year. Coach Blake Anderson snubbed for Coach of the Year. They gave it to San Diego State's coach instead. And 
I mean, Coach of the Year is kind of a it's a weird award because we've invented a criteria. Basically, that you know, it's whoever takes the worst team to being the best team. You know, if you take a bad team to being a good team, you win Coach of the Year. That's how it works. <coughs> Which I don't necessarily agree with. That is that maybe should be the criteria. But since that's the criteria, I think Anderson should have won it. And heck, even if you're not going by that by that criteria, you're just saying, all right, who did the best coaching job? It would still be Blake Anderson. Because he did so much more with, you might say, less, as far as less star players. You know, he did a tremendous coaching job to immediately change culture, immediately change attitudes, immediately change the level of execution. So I do agree that the awards from the Mountain West have been a farce. It's just been insane the way they've been doing these awards. It doesn't make any sense. It just seems to be, you know, you, know, y- you can't predict it. And it doesn't feel like it's based on objective criteria. It feels like it's just based off of who these guys just feel they should, you know, have the award. Like, you know, the player of the year goes to the team go, or goes to the best player on the team with the best record. You know, that was when Namish Keda got snubbed for player of the year. They gave it to Matt Mitchell, who not even near the caliber of player that uh, Keta was. Keta was like carrying that Utah State team. <coughs> but because San Diego State had the best record, they got the player of the year, and that's just the way it was. And San Diego State had, I believe, the best they, they had the best record last year in football. So their coach just got coach of the year, just because that's how that's how it worked. So it, it feels like they've been using these weird criteria, not asking who really is the best player, the best coach, whatnot? It's just been this, all right, who meets this random criteria that we can use, and we'll just give it to them. But rant aside, let's actually get into the, uh, the news of the day, the Mountain West media news of the day, and that is the preseason teams. And I guess the news for Utah State is that they have nobody on the preseason All-Mountain West team. They only release the one team. They don't do a first and second and third and fourth like some of these other media outlets do. So Utah State had zero selections on the offense, defense, special teams. And it's interesting because, and I tweeted this out earlier, so if you're following me on Twitter, you've already seen me make this point. But... I took the teams who were picked to finish top three in their division. So in the Mountain Division, Boise State Air Force, Utah State are picked in the top three. And then in the West, you have Fresno State, San Diego State, and San Jose State. So I took all six of those teams, and I looked, all right, so these are projected to be like the six best teams, roughly. These are the six best teams according to the predicted order of finish. How many selections do they have on the All-Mountain West team. Boise State has four. Air Force has three. Fresno State has five. San Diego State has eight. I mean, kind of. They have uh, they have the same guy as the kick returner and punt returner, so he's counted twice. So they have eight selections but seven players. A little, uh, little tricky there. Uh, San Diego State has seven or eight, depending on how you want to count that. And then San Jose State has three. And again, Utah State 
has zero. So, returning Mountain West champions pick to finish third in their division, three first place votes for the division. But no stars. No noteworthy players. And for a minute, I will defend the voting because when Eric and I were talking about you know the Phil Steele and the Athlon selections, we talked about like <clears throat> there's not too many players that you feel comfortable sticking your neck out there and saying, all right, this guy is going to be first team all Mountain West. Because who are the returning stars for Utah State? It's Logan Bonner. Okay, well, there's already Fresno State's uh, quarterback at Hayner. He's going to be the obvious number one pick. I wouldn't pick Bonner over him. Where else does Utah State have guys you can put on the first team? There's not too many. There's really only two guys. And it actually is kind of surprised that neither of them made it. It's Alfred Edwards, who's a popular selection, and then Stephen Constantly. I can't say his name properly. His, His name throws me off. Um, the punter. Those are the two guys. Actually, Phil Steele and Athlon put constantly uh, on their first team. The official preseason All-Mountain West is the only one that didn't put him on there. So it is kind of weird, you know, the fact that there, there at least are a couple guys that you could potentially put on there and the fact that none of them made it. <coughs> that absolutely none of Utah State's players made it is a bit surprising when they had at least a couple of candidates. Again, there is a defense that there aren't too many guys you want to stick your neck out for because the guys you would, you know, the Devin Tompkins, um, Justin Rice, and some of those others, they left. So the stars from last year aren't returning, and that tends to be how these lists are made, is it's the returning stars. Utah State doesn't have any returning stars except a quarterback, Except there's already a very clear number one quarterback. I'm really quick. 9315 on the text line says, All the Mountain West is doing is giving USU football new ammo with no all-Mountain West team members to win the championship again. So, And and that really is it. Like, And and I've talked about how this Utah State team needs to have that motivation again. You know, because last year I made the argument that that motivation is what made the difference that they're not a super talented team and they still won the championship. And kind of on that subject, I'd say that, you know, having all Mountain West selections could be a bit overrated. <coughs> because here's Utah State's representation on the, you know, the official all Mountain West teams from last year, you know, the end of season one. See if I can find where I wrote it down. So last year, the year they won the conference, won the Mountain West, won the conference championship game by like 33 points, blew the doors off of San Diego State. Here was their representation on the final All-Mountain West team. Devin Tompkins made the first team at wide receiver. Pretty obvious. Then they had Justin Rice on second team, all defense, and the kick returner on second team, Savon Scarber. That was it. One first-team All-Mountain West, their star receiver who led the conference in receiving yards and a bunch of other receiving categories. Their kick returner was second team. 
You know, the former All-American save on Scarver, making second team all Mountain West. And then one defensive player, Justin Rice. So that's no Logan Bonner, no Brandon Bowling, no Derek Wright, any of the offensive linemen, no Nick Henniger, who was who was tied for the lead in tackles for loss and was like top five in sacks. He didn't make first or second team. There's no Marcus Moore, no Shaq Bond, nobody. One offensive player, one defensive player, and the kick returner. That was the All-Mountain West representation from the conference champions. And it just kind of goes to show how much of a team game football is. You know, Utah State basically ran a no-name offense and a no-name defense. I mean, we knew the names. We knew the Justin Rice. We knew Devin Tompkins, Logan Bonner. Who else did? No, nobody else knew who these guys were. They're like, who's Nick Henniger? And why does he have 20 tackles for loss? It's like all of a sudden you're surprised that Henniger's making plays, that Justin Rice is forcing big turnovers at big times. It's like the 1972 Miami Dolphins. They're no-name defense. Nobody knows any of the names of those players. Yeah, they they were one of the best defensive units in NFL history. And so Utah State, they seem to be running a no-name team. Because nobody knows who any of these players are. (coughs) And yet, they're one of the best teams. Everyone's like, yeah, Utah State's a good team. They'll be top three. There's a few people that think they can win the division. Get back, you know, make back-to-back Mountain West Championship games. Nobody can tell you who their players are. So it is interesting, to say the least. So the question is, like, who would be the biggest snubs? You know, I'm not sure that Logan Bonner shouldn't be. I mean, again, you can't. It goes back to, like, it doesn't feel like you can put any of Utah State's players. It's why I think the end of season could be the time for some of Utah State's players to shine. Because if Utah State repeats, it means some of these guys are going to jump up. You know, the Brian Cobbs, you know, somebody on the defense. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the, the Nevada transfer, a guy whose name I still can't pronounce. Uh, Daniel, I believe, is his first name and a very complicated last name. Yeah, it's like Gerziak or some something, something to that effect. I'll learn his name eventually. I'm, I'm in the stage of seeing everyone's names written down and trying to uh, get the pronunciation. Uh, 5452 chimes in again on the text line. It says, last year, uh, San Diego State <coughs> got all the Mountain West awards and proceeded to get destroyed at home by the Aggies with apparently a bunch of scrubs. Well, don't forget, San Diego State was missing all of their, uh, their tight ends. <coughs> they lost that game because of the 20 different players they're missing, right? Isn't, isn't that what the, the line was? How many players they're missing? But yeah, the point definitely is, like, Utah State has a lot of no-name guys, but they get the job done. You know, Nick Henniger, he got the job done. He's probably one of the best defensive players in the league last year and didn't get any recognition. But he just kept making plays. He was in the, he was in the defensive, or, you know, in, in the offensive backfield. Constantly tackling guys for loss once or twice a game. 
on average, based on the number of ta- you had 21 tackles for loss. So, you know, once or twice on average. And again, Justin Wright constantly making big plays. You know, Marcus Morgan, so many guys making big plays. And that's something they're going to try and do again this year with, with this defense. And they've brought in more athleticism. They've brought in some P5 transfers. They've got some guys stepping into bigger roles. And so as they get more athletic, <coughs> they get more athletic and they get more coaching to these guys, there's a chance they're, they could be better. So long as, the, you know, last year they stuck to the coaching and it didn't always work. There were times where they got manhandled. You know, the defense got really, got really manhandled. You know, Wyoming, uh, BYU, a couple of games where they just didn't show up nearly as well as they should have. But this coaching staff has done an excellent job with supposedly a not-talented team making them the best they can be. So... That's that's the that's the all Mountain West team. Nobody on Utah State made it. Maybe nobody on Utah State has earned that right yet. But by the end of the season, I suspect we'll see at least a couple of guys uh, make that end of season all Mountain West team. Uh, up next, we're gonna have uh, our next reveal on the USU football top twenty-five players for two thousand and twenty-two. The first got to talk about Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Valvoline Instant Oil Change is now open on Sundays at 695 North Main and Logan. It's across from Angie's. It's quick, clean, easy. That's how it should be when it comes to oil change. Stop in today or on Sunday if that works for you. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750-515. This is Ryan, my mattress. A mattress store recently closed right next door to our Riverdale location. Most people have said how awesome that is for us. I think I disagree. At my mattress, we love competition. We love it if you shop other places, but also give us a shot. Shop online or go to other stores, maybe even a warehouse sale, but come into my mattress because we want our shot at winning your business. Come into my mattress right now and see if better sleep and better pricing are what you'll find. Loveland Living Planet Aquarium takes us outside our everyday lives into a world of discovery. It's a chance to explore our innate curiosity, discover animals from around the world, and experience the all-new outdoor plaza and eco. More to explore at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Reserve your visit at thelivingplanet.com. With inflation at record highs, why buy new if you can repair your current machine? Daryl's Appliances factory trained technicians spend hundreds of hours in training each year to ensure your appliance is repaired right the first time. You can have peace of mind. They offer no risk service, meaning if you want to purchase new instead of repair, you can apply up to $95 of your service call towards an appliance purchase. See store for details. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. 
Hi, this is Deputy Salanoa from the Cache County Sheriff's Office, inviting everyone to join us for the annual truck pull for Special Olympics Utah. This year's charity event will be held Friday, July 22nd at 8 p.m. in the parking lot south of Maverick Stadium. Teams of 10 people will compete to see who can pull a fire truck 10 yards the fastest. Teams can sign up by visiting this radio station's website and clicking on the community calendar. Everyone is invited to come out and cheer the teams on. Sign up your team now and come watch this fun event again on July 22nd at 8 p.m. at the parking lot south of the Maverick Stadium. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center are now located in Providence in a beautiful new office complex at 2245 North, 400 East, North Logan, just south of the Cash Valley Hospital. The entire staff and doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette look forward to helping you and your family at this state-of-the-art facility. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North, 400 East, North Logan. Go to CashValleyENT.com for details. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Who do you turn to if you want to change out your wood or pellet stove? Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They were voted the gold medalist for Best of Northern Utah for the second year in a row in the fireplace retrofit category. Be ready when the government's next wood and pellet replacement incentives pop up. Advanced Fireplace can help you navigate the paperwork. For more information, call Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online, advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Couple of texts really quick on our Full Court Press text line. If you want to jump in, that's 435-339-0321. Couple of texts, 8968 says, that's okay, I'll take another championship any day. Over a bunch of all-conference or even all-Americans on, on their team. All-American players have a habit of leaving after one year. I'll take players who want to play. Saban Scarver did stick around. But, yeah, if, if somebody here Utah State makes all-American, uh, they might end up transferring or just going straight to the NFL. So, yeah, it, it is nice maybe to get some players who stick around a little bit. Uh, 9315 also chimes in again. Says, I really believe that USU has some players that should have made the preseason award. When we were the Mountain was championship, when we were the Mountain was championships, again there will be lots of people eating humble pie. This does happen again this year. The Dummies will will still pick that truck driver school in Idaho to preseason first place again, just like every year. Yes, that truck driver school in Idaho. I believe uh, somebody said it was nine straight years. Boise State's been picked to be the uh, division winner. Basically, every year there's been divisions. I think Boise State has been predicted. To win the Mountain Division. Not sure on that second one, but I believe nine straight years is the number. So yeah, everyone loves to pick Boise State. Even if Utah State returned 22 starters from a 14-0 team, Boise State might still get picked to finish first in the division. But anyway, let's get on to it. Our top 25 players for 2022. We have reached uh, number 21, if I'm not mistaken. So let's go ahead and hit that audio. Number 21 on our Cache Valley Media Group's list of the top 25 Aggies is another newcomer to Utah State University football for this year, Gervin Hall Jr. He will be a senior. He is out of West Palm Beach, Florida, and a transfer from the University of Miami. What a pedigree. When he was back in his high school days, 14th best safety in the nation, 38th best overall recruit in the state of Florida, and he played at Miami 
where he spent four years there, 43 career games, 18 starts, 148 tackles, including two sacks and six tackles for a loss. He had one interception during his career there. He's a safety. It would appear he's going to wear number four at Utah State University, a six-foot, 190-pound safety. West Palm Beach, Florida, Gervin Hall, Jr. <coughs> there are Gervin Hall, Jr., former Miami safety, former four-star recruit. Uh, had a bit of a interesting end to his Miami tenure. I mean, well, it was basically he was benched. Uh, if you Google Gervin Hall, you will probably, it probably won't take you long to run into what is the low light of his career. He appeared on ESPN's Come On Man segment. There, uh, there, uh, I forget what the term would be. Basically, where they show low lights of players, you know, players doing dumb things, unfortunate things. And it was where Gervin Hall, on there was a screenplay, and he's coming down, you know, playing safety. So he's going downhill, you know, 10, 15 yards. And instead of tackling the player with the ball, he kind of inexplicably turns to the last second and hits a blocker instead. And so he, like, tackles the blocker instead of the ball handler or ball carrier. Uh, unfortunate play, and he ended up, like, one of his coaches had to, like come out publicly and defend Gervin Hall because you know Gervin was being roasted on Twitter and you know obviously not the uh, best moment of his career. This is a talented kid and he you know have he has one <clears throat> one bad moment caught on TV and suddenly his toughness was you know brought into question. His talent. Um, he ended up being suspended the game after that uh, that low light. It was against Michigan State, I believe. And uh, he ended up being suspended for violating team rules. He ended up being benched. Didn't really play the rest of the year after that, you know, string of, uh, you know, that <laughs> just that string of uh, unfortunate uh, happenings for him. Uh, which is weird because he was basically, you know, a full-time player his uh, sophomore and junior years. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm just dying over here. And... You know, so he only ended up playing like six games last year. Went from being a you know a full time rotation player, playing a lot of snaps <clears throat> for you know two straight seasons. He played every game for Miami for two straight seasons, and uh, then he was basically benched. And now he's he's going to try and rehab his uh, his image and you know just revive his career. Here at Utah State, and he definitely has a chance to do that. Again, like I said, this is a talented kid. He's a former four-star recruit. He's a hard-hitting safety. That's what, you know, you look at the highlights he has. They're full of hard hits. And so this is a guy who, you know, I think can, he's going to add some tenacity to the backfield of Utah State. So should be some some good stuff from Gervin Hall. We're going to take another quick break. Uh we're going to get to uh, some actual stuff from Mountain West Media Days, some some audio. We're going to hear from Coach Blake Anderson and some of the things he had to say at Mountain West Media Days. But first, got to talk about Grantham Mobile Auto Repair. Grantham Mobile Automotive will come to you. It's, it's getting pretty warm out there, so beat the heat. Let them fix or recharge your air conditioner. 435-229-4345 is the number for Grantham Mobile Automotive. 
This is Jason Wynn with the Cache County Fire District. Due to the current and forecasted weather conditions coupled with extremely dry vegetation conditions in northern Utah, the state forester has determined the measures must be taken to prevent ignition of forest and rangeland fires. Therefore, pursuant to the Utah state law, the following acts are prohibited. Number one, no open fires of any kind except within established public facilities, improved campgrounds, picnic areas, or permanently constructed fire pits at private homes where running water is present. Two, smoking except within an enclosed vehicle, trailer, or building, a developed recreation site, or while stopped in an area that that is paved or free from dry vegetation. Number three, discharging or using any fireworks, tracer ammunition, or other pyrotechnic devices, including exploding targets. Four, cutting, welding, or grinding metal in areas of dry vegetation. Number five, operating a motorcycle, chainsaw, ATV, or other small internal combustion engines without an approved or working spark arrestor. These restrictions are for all unincorporated private and all state lands. This order does not affect private lands within incorporated towns or city limits. Any of the above acts is a violation of state law and is punishable by up to six months in jail and a fine of up to $1,000. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. How many years has it been since you were married? One year? Ten years? Longer? This is Jarek from Jarek's Fine Jewelry. No matter how many years it's been, you always remember just how you felt. Show her you love her all over again with something special from Jarek's. We can help you surprise her or bring her in and you can pick it out together. Maybe it's restyling the old ring or upgrading to a larger diamond that she just may have hinted about. No matter how many years it's been, let us help make it special on your anniversary. Jarek's Fine Jewelry Make it special, make it jealous. Don't get caught without power to your home or business. This is Tyler with Golden Spike Electric. We offer Generac backup generators to keep your home or business warm, avoiding frozen pipes, loss of valuable food, or even a flooded basement. Golden Spike Electric is certified and factory trained, so you know it will be installed right and properly maintained. Contact Golden Spike Electric so you'll never be without power again. Online at gsegenerators.com. We also service other brands. Golden Spike Electric and Generac. Power you can count on. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Is there a doctor here? The long NFL contracts are dumb. But still, the point is the same. Like, you're under contract for five years. You wanted the security. Well, part of the security with a five-year contract, part of the security with a four-year contract, part of the security is those are the years you're under contract. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. All right, and we're back. We'll uh, hear from Blake Anderson momentarily. Uh, Nine three one five. He he technically replied to something I uh, accidentally sent him. Says this is amazing. It's the first time the full court press text line ever texts me back. Uh, <laughs> and the reason for that, if you want the behind the scenes, I have my my binder full of all the the liners I read, and I have the keyboard that's set up for the text line off to the side, and I set it down on top of the keyboard, and so I sent nine three one five a text. It was just a plus sign. So, uh, congratulations, 9315. You were the winner. You got a text from me. Unintentionally, but you got one. 
Congratulations, you win first prize. Or the plus prize, whatever that is. All right, so let's hear from Blake Anderson, uh, who talked with uh, Craig Hislop, I believe, uh, down at Mountain West Media Day. So let's go ahead and play that clip. Blake Anderson preparing for his second year at Utah State after the championship season 2021. Not many expectations going into last fall. There are a few more this year. Is that a good thing? Uh, yeah, it's a good thing. I mean, it means we had a great season. Uh, I'd rather be that than the, the other way around. Um, our job is to just focus day to day. So uh, build the expectations, try to hold up the standard, go play the best ball we can every week. I saw this quote. I think it was in The Athletic. Every conversation's about how much tougher it's going to be, how hard it's going to be being the team that's being chased. Yeah, it's a different, that's what it comes to. Yeah, it's a different environment than it was a year ago. I mean, there were no expectations. Guys could kind of just come in without any pressure on their shoulders, and, and now it's changed. I mean, everybody expects you to go win. And we, we did that by, by having a great season. Uh, each group has to figure out being comfortable in that role. And this role will be look different than, than a year ago. We're not sneaking up on anybody. Uh, what we do on offense and defense is you know, people are going to be a little bit more familiar with it. Uh, you'll be the chase, not the chaser. And not everybody's comfortable in that skin. I'm hoping this group can be, and then we can go out and still play really good ball each week. Related to that, you said your team looked different than anybody in the league a year ago, and it created problems for the league. Yeah, I think we did. We were unique on offense and defense in the style yeah. of play. Uh, we, we have a very unique approach to the offensive side of the ball. We're, we're one of just a few teams in the country that spreads the field out quite like we do, play at the tempo that we do. And, and so that's a challenge for people. We're, we're one of the few teams that really dedicates speed and get up field and, and try to attack the quarterback on defense. And so those two things will be people, things that people are a little bit more familiar with this year, but it does fit our style of player, our style of offseason, our approach to the game. And, and it helped us win games that probably we played some teams who were a little bit more talented than we were last year. But we were able to use that uh, style of play, 60 minutes of running and chasing and, and playing at a high tempo. It, it played to our favor, and we won some close games late. Unique in another way is basically most of your coaching staff came back. When, it, when you have that kind of season, guys get really good jobs. So most of them are back. And also Logan Bonner's back. Yeah, Logan's back for year seven. Been with me forever. Um, but, you know, we, 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 we had our staff together. All my coordinators had opportunities to leave. They chose to stay. They love where they're at, love what we're doing. My strength staff had opportunities to leave. Paul Jackson decided to stay put with us. We, we lost one on-the-field coach, uh, really, that was coaching a position. And, um, you know, other than that, everybody's intact. So that says a lot of think about how we do things what it's like to live in the Valley and coach at Utah State. Uh, a lot of great opportunities out there, but we feel like what we have is a great opportunity as well. He's going to throw to three new starting receivers. Yeah, there's going to be new guys out there. We, we graduated 30-plus <clears throat> touchdowns, and that's not easy to replace. But I felt like as we went through spring that we brought in transfers in some areas that stepped in immediately. Justin McGriff, who's already been there, played great all spring and really looked like the dominant player that he's capable of being. Uh, Kyle Van Leeuwen, Nana Davis, some young guys stepped up and showed their ability to contribute. It's going to look different, but we can be just as explosive as a year ago. It may not be one guy catching 100. It may be three guys catching 35 apiece, but we're going to be able to 
be explosive at that position. Brian Cobbs came in, Xavier Williams came in, Tyrell Vaughn came in. All those guys showed this spring that they can help fill some roles that uh, that we graduated. You know, and, and two of those guys are still in NFL camps. Earlier this morning, <clears throat> the commissioner talked about the portal, the transfer portal, getting control of it. Or I don't know. Good is, luck. Is the, is the, is the government going to take over? You you really profited from this possibility. You know, we felt like that when the portal became part of our day-to-day, that we had to embrace it and figure out the best way to utilize it. And so we have balanced our roster with high school players that we feel like we can develop at positions that are readily available to us. Good thing about the Valley is you can go out and get big offensive and defensive linemen. Uh, they're right there in, in the area, and, and we've done that. And then we go out and find skill, speed-type players in the portal. Uh, and, and if you look at that, that's the, that's the team that we put on the field last year. It was about half and half. This year's not going to be any different. We went out and found guys that fit positions of need where guys graduated out. Pro- productivity either went on to do life or went to the NFL. And so we've attacked that the same way, kind of like free agency. I don't want to ever go all in one way or the other. I think there's a fine balance, and we try to do a great job of bringing in kids that fit our character and our culture. I think we did a good job of that last year. That's how we won 11 games. Hopefully we've been able to do the same thing again this year. This team, you will see some of both young guys that we've developed, but a lot of key names that we brought in. Like we mentioned, Brian Cobb, uh, Terrell Vaughn, Daniel Greshack at defensive end, uh, MJ Tafisi at middle linebacker, Kervin Hall at safety. These are these are guys that were, here, were not here a year ago. In this new portal era, is it still harder or not to, to make this team eventually a team, a cohesive guys that you know, pull for each other. Oh, that's that's a huge part of this. I mean, can we get this group to come together and play for each other? Uh, culture, to me, is way more important than X's and O's. So, on the front end, trying to bring in kids that fit our culture and are going to thrive the way we do things. And then the challenge is, between now and game time, getting them to care about each other enough that they won't let each other down. And, and, and to be focused on the the team more than themselves. Our our top uh, core value is selfless. And, and we try to operate in that manner every day. Do what's best for the team. Do what's best for the team. You know, the team that gets it right, that figures it out, it's going to be the team that wins. And, and hopefully that's us again this season. A couple other things real quick. Creating big plays, that was the defensive approach. The numbers are really good. But you lost some talent in some spots. Do you have enough playmakers this year to do that kind of thing again or improve? We do have the right. I mean, we've got, we got players. We, we went out in the portal and brought in guys. We've, we've developed some young guys as well. So on the roster, we got guys plugged in there to do. Now, can they go out and do what Justin Rice did and create a turnover in the last series of the game against the Air Force to, to seal a win, to, uh, you know, to chase the ball down like Nick Henniger did and, and get quarterbacks on the ground? We've brought in key players and we are developing guys. We've talked about Byron Vaughn and his impact last year and the championship game, MVP. We obviously have seen that. But Daniel Grizak and Tafisi and Gervin Hall and then some young guys developing and stepping up uh, for already on the roster. Who's it going to be? That's always a challenge. It's always the fun part of seeing a guy have a breakout season that nobody expected them to have. Last question has to do with sideline protocol. In other words, I do things like in games. I watch coaches. I've watched you court, two or three quarters <laughs> solid. 
and what you're doing, you got the headset on so you yeah. can hear what's going on with the coaches. But you don't seem to talk to it into it a lot. You're doing things like going over to players. You're watching things on the field. I'm sure you have decisions to make. Have I got that captured, or am I, what am I missing? You know, I'm not calling plays anymore. I've done that and, and have the ability to help in that area. But I let Anthony Tucker call the plays. And I may make five calls a game uh, of things that I know that I'd like us to get to. But he's going to make 99% of the calls. But I always make sure he knows how many downs he has to do. And every time the ball is placed, I let him know whether or not he's got three or four okay. downs to get it. And so we were very aggressive on fourth down. We have a very calculated and aggressive approach. And so he, he knows when on first down whether or not he's got three or four downs to go. And what yardage that, that um, takes to be able to be aggressive. Defensively, uh, I don't call defenses either. But I, I communicate with our defensive staff about how aggressive I want to be or how conservative I want to be. And then we're, I think we take a very aggressive approach in special teams. So if I can help control a player's attitude or lift a player up yeah. or control the momentum on the sideline in terms of guys' personalities, that's my job. I'm the CEO, and I need to be able to step into each one of those areas and be able to affect it in the, in the right way. And allowing my coaches to coach and allowing them to be their best is part of that job and not getting in their way. So. Um, I'm the head coach of effort. I mean, I, if we don't play hard, that's my fault. It falls on my shoulders and my strength staff, to be honest with you. And so I spend a lot of time making sure that, that I see the energy and effort level that we have to have. And if I don't I don't like what I'm seeing, I'm going to go address it immediately. Great season to start with. Yeah, we wish you the best in year two. Thank you so much. Let's go. All right, and we're back. So some good stuff from Blake Anderson. We'll try and make uh, all the audio, you know, at some point, all the audio that we'll be playing over today and tomorrow. We'll try and make that available in podcast form. Um, we're a little behind on putting some of our old shows up. Um, by the way, 5338, he, he, he chimes in on the full court press text line, says, get that man a cough button or some Robitussin. Uh, unfortunately, the cough button is on the other side of the table, and unfortunately, I'm not in control of it uh, in my... Uh, my producer, unfortunately, cannot predict when I'm about to cough. So there is technically a cough button. Eric was running, and he was doing a good job. Um, but uh, unfortunately, I'm sorry that you have to hear my coughs over the air. It's it's something I, I don't want to have broadcast. But there's some things I just can't control. I just try and stay hydrated. I am trying to take some cough medicine, but uh, it's tricky. All right, so we're going to take another quick ad break. We're going to dive into some Donovan Mitchell stuff. Uh to end the show um, because we went from like zero to 60 this afternoon on the Donovan Mitchell trade rumors. It may be slowing down now, but there's definitely some stuff going on here. Hold me as I cough. (coughs) Sorry about that again, (laughs) but Mountain West Motors invites you in helping them drive change in our community. Each month, Mountain West Motor will select a local nonprofit or cause to donate funds to. We can all drive change by helping those in need. Visit Mountain West Motor and explore your next adventure with a newly customized truck or SUV. Visit mwmotor.com or stop by their new location, 615 North Main Street in Logan. 
You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. This is Gene Needham of S.E. Needham Jewelers. If you are in the market for a diamond engagement ring, I would like to personally invite you to visit our store. With our beautiful selection of rings and broad diversity in style, you are sure to find a ring you'll love. You'll enjoy our quiet atmosphere as you view our beautiful selection of diamonds. We grade each diamond twice in order to assure exactness in the diamonds we present. Shop and compare. And then come to the Diamond Engagement Ring Store, where Utah gets engaged. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.E. Needham Jewelers. Middle of the block at the sign of the clock. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. Be our guest July 21st, the third Thursday at 7 p.m. to learn all about Medicare and Social Security. Planning ahead will give you the confidence you need to make these important decisions. Come see us July 21st at 7 p.m. at our office by the North Walmart. Call 752-9493. The seminar is free. The information is extremely valuable. Call 752-9493 to RSVP and walk-ins are always welcome. Hi, this is Ashley Nate, Operations Manager with Cash Valley Bank at our Preston Branch location. In celebration of our new branch in Preston, we would like to invite you and your family to our open house event on Friday, July 22nd. We will have food and prizes at our branch location next to Stokes Market from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. We are excited to bring the Valley Grown Bank to Preston. Come and celebrate with us and discover what Cash Valley Bank can do for you. Member FDIC. It's happened to us all. Red punch, nail polish, coffee or paint. This is how with Northern Utah Chem Dry. What you don't realize is using your own methods can potentially lock in stains within the carpet. ChemDry's patented stain removal solutions have successfully removed stains all over Cass Valley. If we can't get it out, no one can. So next time you spill, call ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. 435-752-6100. Hey Utah, summer driving is here. Pack up and hit the road today in a new fuel-efficient Hyundai. Save right now during our Drive Into Summer Sales event at Murdoch Hyundai. Save up to $500 on Hyundai's award-winning lineup, a 2022 Tucson, Santa Fe, or Kona. Plus, every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty, and owner's assurance. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family. At Murdoch Hyundai in Logan, Linden, Murray, and online at MurdochHyundai.com. Call 866-628-3065 or see dealer for complete details. Offer expires 731-22. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. (laughs) All right, we're back on the Full Court Press, and uh, I managed to cough right as I got let in. So you're welcome, everyone. The first thing you heard from me this segment is me yet again going through the process of slowly dying. It's weird, though, because I'm pretty sure it's just doing this, this show, the voice, or the, the strains getting to my voice, and I end up coughing. Because the rest of the day, I'm not coughing nearly as much as I was before. But uh, this show's really getting to me. Um, by the way, 9315 chimes in again on the text line. 
Uh, says, sounds like the janitor is running the show if you're behind on podcasts and posting full court press shows, which is a mean thing to say about uh, our producer right now. Dallin's doing his best. He's trying his hardest. I don't exactly even post the podcast. Yeah, well, we'll... Uh, We'll be posting those soon. We'll I'll, I'll try and get that taken care of, and you can go back and listen to the previous shows where I'm slowly dying and coughing all over the place. But, you know, obviously talking about Mountain West Media Days. So, there's, uh, like I said, as I was teasing right before we went into the break, there we went from about 0 to 60 on Donovan Mitchell rumors. Early this week, I was like, all right, there's basically no news. So, and, you know, no news is being reported as the latest update. You know, with, with guys like Woj just saying, all right, there's no news. And, you know, they're talking, but yada, yada, yada. You know, the, the kind of nothing burger rumors that we get sometimes. Well, this afternoon, or kind of starting this morning, I guess, <coughs> we had uh, from some of the, the radio stations down south, uh, 97.5 and 1280, uh, The Zone, uh, Patrick Kinahan basically said to the effect of that there's a deal that's been agreed to. It's like done, but not done. Like they still had to hammer out some details and like get it actually officially done. <coughs> so that time I decided to clear my throat. So wasn't a real cough. But, you know, later there was uh, Jack Settleman, um, saying that the deal is also done, that he was hearing from sources. Um, Jack Settleman, from, the, from his Twitter bio, says, CEO and founder of Snapback Sports. Uh, there's also, I believe it was Andy Larson, saying that he had heard from multiple different people, like multiple different sources, like people who would have different connections, um, people coming from different areas. So, like, you know, supposedly... You know, you know, sources that didn't like talk to me, so they're, they're, they're hearing the information from different places and then coming separately to Andy. So supposedly, a bunch of different, you know, I don't want to call them low-level reporters because that is not fair at all to these actual real journalists and members of the media. But it's not like, you know, Adrian Wojnarowski or Shams uh, Sharania. It's not those guys that when they break it, that's the news and that's what's happening. But we, we got a bunch of those, like probably four or five, six different, you know, people in that same kind of, you know, beat reporter um, level media that are saying we're hearing that a Donovan Mitchell deal could be done and it's in the process of being finished up and would be theoretically announced soon, probably by a Woj or a Shams. Although... There was a uh, water kind of dumped on this fire uh, a little before the show started, about three thirty-seven. Uh, Steve Popper, uh, Nick's writer, NBA columnist for Newsday Sports, uh, he says uh, we're gonna have a lot of these days. But hearing the chatter of a Knicks deal for Donovan Mitchell being done is not accurate. Nothing imminent. So this might just be all for nothing. It might be another just. It was kind of like, uh, I believe it was last weekend or about a week ago where suddenly things got really hot and it felt like a deal was imminent and something was going to happen. Then it fizzled out. 
Today may have just been another one of those days. This one felt like a lot closer. I was to the point of worrying about Donovan Mitchell News breaking in the middle of this show and me having to just (laughs) reroute the entire discussion from Mountain West Media Days to, you know, Donovan Mitchell. (laughs) So, who knows? Maybe it breaks later today uh, for what it's worth. Uh, Jack Settlement, I said, the, the guy from my uh, Snapback Sports, he he was bringing back like an actual like supposed package. <coughs> you know, a, a package that was supposedly in the works. So it'll be five first-round picks, Quentin Grimes, Obi Toppin, and Evan Fournier. He was saying that's what the return was, which is just about the middle ground for what's being, you know, what it seems like both teams want. The Knicks seem to want to give three to four first-round picks, uh, as many protections they can manage to put on those. The Jazz and Danny Ainge seems to want seven first-round picks, virtually no protections, at least for four of them, and maybe some pick swaps, plus Quentin Grimes, Obi Toppin, whatever other salary filler that you want to throw in there. But then again, like I said, these are rumors, and it's tricky because these are legitimate reporters who they're not going to make this kind of stuff up. But, you know, nothing's official yet. So we're just going to have to wait and see, you know, what happens with these Donovan Mitchell rumors going forward. In big. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Over the last couple of months, James Harden has taken a lot of heat. The All-Star looked out of shape. His performance in the playoffs was underwhelming for an alleged superstar. He was a free agent this offseason. That officially ended yesterday after Harden and the Sixers agreed to a two-year, $68 million contract. Harden has taken a lot of criticism this year, but no matter what you think of the All-Star, you have to give him credit for the new deal. To start the offseason, the Beard turned down a $47 million player option with the Sixers. His new deal will pay him $33 million this next season. For years, many people have accused Harden of being self-serving, but the three-time scoring champ put his money where his mouth was yesterday. The extra cash allows the Sixers to continue to fill out their roster, and with such a talented group to begin with, Harden's hometown discount could lead to an impressive season in Philadelphia. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. It gets harder to lose weight as we get older. And if you're trying to get fit this summer, get M-Drive Boost and Burn. Burn fat, boost energy, and it supports healthy testosterone. M-Drive Boost and Burn. Clinically tested ingredients support weight reduction, testosterone, and lean muscle. Try M-Drive's exclusive deal for my listeners. Get your first two weeks of M-Drive Boost and Burn for just $5. Sign up at mdrivedan.com. Don't let age beat you. First two weeks, five bucks. M-Drive Dan.
It's the Napa Auto Parts Bucket Sale. Buy a Napa 5-gallon bucket for $5.49. Get 20% off three or more items that fit in the bucket. Some exclusions do apply. And if the hot weather's killing your battery, get a $20 rebate on a new Napa Legend Premium or AAA batteries. Seafoam Fuel Treatment, $8.49 a can. Hard to find diesel oils from Shell, Chevron, Valvoline, Amsoil, and Schaefer's all in stock. And if you're looking for work, join the Napa team. They're looking for drivers and counter salespeople. Napa Auto Parts, voted best of Northern Utah. For the second year in a row, Advanced Heating and AC is honored to be named Gold Medalist for Best of Northern Utah in the AC and HVAC category. They thank you for your support and vote of confidence in their company. You have many choices when it comes to your home's heating and air conditioning system. Make sure you choose the gold medal winning company, Advanced Heating and AC. Call 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI online at advancedheating-ac.com. Home for Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.